Welcome to the A Very Full Plate podcast, where we're all about food, wellness, and parenting in the real world. If you have a very full plate but still want to live the healthiest life possible, you've come to the right place. Every week, Amy and Emily are breaking down different strategies for raising a healthy family, often with the help of awesome guest experts. Want to hear more from Amy, our resident natural foods chef? You can find her at Cooking with a Full Plate. Want to hear more from Emily, our expert personal organizer? Find her at Hall Harmony Homes. Well, hello there. It's Amy, and I am telling you that because you may not recognize my voice today. I have about my 12th sore throat of the season. Thanks so much, kids who sneeze in my mouth. And (laughs) I am here anyways because I can't wait to have and share this conversation with, with Yvonne Marcus. She is a family empowerment coach. And for me, this is the perfect continuation of the conversation I had last week with Valerie Friedlander all around healthy relationships and having the conversations you need to have to get the support in your home. Today with Yvonne, we're really going to dig into more like how do you set up the system so that you aren't the only person who knows what's going on and therefore in charge of every single thing happening. So Yvonne, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I know you have so much wisdom to share. So the folks who are listening to this podcast are primarily like super busy parents who really have aspirations of raising a healthy family, but struggle like all of us in making the different bits and pieces happen. So I want to talk to you about two things today. One, the kind of like food stuff, like how you do that in your house, but probably even more importantly, because we've talked about that a lot, is like, how do you streamline everything else so that you can make time to add more to your plate of the things that feel really important to you. Totally, totally makes sense. Uh, the very first thing I recommend that everyone do is set your family's like values. Because if you know what your values are, then you can move forward mm-hmm. into um, how to make that work into your lifestyle. Uh, and then you can make choices that actually fit things that you want to do. Um, which makes it a lot easier to even create like white space in your calendar. Um, if for anybody who doesn't know what white space is, because I know this is kind of a new kitsch term to use, uh, it's just a space in your calendar where there's not something planned. Oh, imagine that. I like <laughs> I know, that. Right? <laughs> I've never used the term white space for it, but I think it's so important. So tell me a little bit about like, do you have an exercise that you recommend? What does it look like to set your family values? Because I love this idea. So I offer, actually, I offer a sheet where you Mm. can just go and like circle ones that I've already provided Um, because sometimes it's easier to like look at somebody else's ideas or words and then like come up with your own because literally when I did this, my husband is like laughing at me hysterically because I had like a, I don't know why I'm doing hand motions like they can see me, Uh, but an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that was full. And like I had grouped values together. So like under integrity was like honesty and like all these other like sort of synonyms for integrity, but that also maybe meant something a little bit different, but that I felt that we could lump under the one category. Yeah. And then he went through my list of my clumped list and he started like picking out what he thought you know, were the best ones. And then sometimes it turned out that the one that I had as the header was not one that he would have put as the header. And we just shifted things around until we came up with our uh, six values. 
Okay, so six is your recommendation to kind of narrow it down to that? Well, that's what I did. I, did, okay. I have some friends who did eight uh, and it works, uh, but I find that doing like 10 is like, it's too much and probably could be condensed down into about six. Yeah, you know, this is similar to an exercise I do with folks who join my Clean Plates Happy Parents membership is I ask them to identify their three guiding words around food for their family, like what would healthy eating look like? And I think one of the things for me that I found and why I use three is because you can remember them. And mm -hmm. so I could see with your broader life how like six or eight is enough to encompass the most important things without being forgettable so that you're like, wait, what do we value again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we have empowerment on ours. Uh, mm -hmm. And so autonomy falls under there because autonomy was important to us, but it was like, where, like, it's getting to be a lot. Like, yeah. But if I empower my family to make their own decisions and do their own things, then I'm providing them with a time. I love that. So this is the perfect segue because I want to hear more about how you empower your family and what we can learn from that to empower ours. So what has this journey looked like for you of setting up empowerment and what can we take away so that we can do this in our homes? So it has changed so much over the last, like, year even like I, when I started out so I grew up loving systems and strategies and like my favorite video game as a kid was a game called Harvest Moon where you're literally a farmer and you go out and you plant your crops and you water them every day and then you have to pick them and you have to feed your cows and all of those things right so yeah so funny I really did love just routine um, <laughs> and I found that little kids especially love routine so we tried to implement some of that in our family uh, but over the years, it's looked a little bit different. When the kids were really little, I was like, oh, I can't just like set like how things are going to look every day because like you don't know when they're going to wake up. You don't know when they're going to go to sleep. You don't know if they're going to nap. Uh, truth is, that's when you need routine the most. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but we kind of like, we just decide we don't need it. <laughs> and so uh, I was stressed out, overwhelmed exhausted and I'm talking exhausted to the point of like you knew it wasn't from the physical labor of parenting you were just done yeah like you yeah. lay down in the bed and like your brain hurt you were so tired yeah I've described that as like having a weight on your chest is how it sometimes feels for me where you're just like it's not like I need more sleep it's like I need all entire body rejuvenation yeah I was like I need a vacation away from you people <laughs> yeah. I feel you uh, and that happens to a lot of people because the mental load of, of being a mother specifically is significant. And the way that I started to take that off of my plate was uh, it actually started around mealtime because I had, uh, at the time we started doing a different meal situation, I had two small children under two, no, under three. Okay. I was two. Uh, and I was having to breastfeed one of them and she would always get hungry at the time I would start to prep dinner. And I was like, oh my goodness, this, I don't know how we're going to function. And then my husband would come in and I would be stressed out and he would just like try and take over. But then I would feel really overwhelmed by the fact that he was taking over because then it felt like I wasn't doing something that I was supposed to do as a mom. Yes. Uh, because as a society, we're taught that we're supposed to do all those things. And then I said, well, you know, uh, I don't want you to just take over all of the meals. So we worked it out so that I would prep during uh, nap time and then he would come in and actually cook it. 
So then now I'm still participating in the kitchen. And so um, I feel better about that. But then, you know, I still kind of felt bad about not actually cooking because I enjoy cooking. I enjoy baking. Uh, and eventually she got old enough that I was able to like do some of the meals. Um, and he still does some of them and he does our lunch every day. Cause I never care. I'm like lunch. I don't, whatever you feel like. Yeah. Whatever's <laughs> fine. You know, I just want to pause there because I will link to the show notes for this episode will be at a very slash 47, but in episode 46 with Valerie, she said something that's so in line with this, which is like, you can only get help with the things you're willing to give up control over. And what I love about what you're talking about with systems and even this meal stuff is that you may have still been deciding what was going to be made and even doing some of the work. So you found ways to kind of like bridge that, but also say, I don't really care how these vegetables get sauteed. Just please do that because we need to eat, right? And I can't do all of it. And that's the number one thing I say to my parents is you cannot tell him how, because I work mostly with moms. Yeah. So like you cannot tell your husband or your partner how to do it. Once you delegate it, it is off your plate the same way it would be if you worked at a job and you were a manager. Once you give it to another employee, it is their job and they have to own it and take responsibility for it. Now, if I'm the person assigning this stuff, then I'm gonna say, oh, you know what? Like, you didn't know how to do that. I'm sorry, I should have given you more like information. If it's that kind of task. But like tasks like the laundry, like who cares how it gets done if I don't have to like wash it, fold it, put it away. <laughs> I like that with the dishwasher. So I have, taken ownership that like the kitchen is my domain because it's what I'm an expert in, right? Like I don't run the computers in our house. I <laughs> deal with the kitchen, not because I'm the mom, but because it's my expertise, right? Right. The dishwasher, how it gets loaded is of no interest to me. Load it, run it every night, empty it in the morning. Those are the only things I care about. And so being really clear about that. My husband actually cares more. But what I've said with those things is like, if you really care, I will leave it for you to do, but I'm not learning your way. And yeah. I think that's true for our husbands too, right? So often it's like, oh, you know, my husband doesn't help with this. Well, are you allowing him to? Are you empowering him to? So how do we start to identify the things we can empower other people to do and get systems in place so that we're not then owning, delegating, making it happen, all the brain space, all of that. This is what I love about the work that you do. So I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two words that kind of scare everybody. A family meeting. Okay. It sounds very scary. I <laughs> promise it's not. You're going to have a family meeting. It's going to last less than 20 minutes. Uh, at the longest, it will last 20 minutes, I should say. But you're going to ask three questions. What worked for our family this week? What didn't work for our family this week? what can we do going forward to make the things that didn't work work i love that even your small children should be involved in answering these three questions we sat down with my almost four-year-old and we literally asked him these three questions and he was like well i got to play at school that works and i was like awesome you got to run out some energy great and then i was like well what didn't work and he was like well screen time screen time is a little difficult like I got kind of aggressive when we did it. And I was like, okay, well, that's good. You recognize that. Uh, and then, you know, well, what can we do to work better? And he was like, just no screen time ever. None. Zip. 
And I was like, whoa, kid, you're going a little extreme. Yeah, you're like, that doesn't work for me, but. <laughs> I was like, I kind of like family movie night. So maybe we should just like tone it back a little bit, but not like end it all together. Uh, and, you know, mommy sometimes has to get something done um, because real life. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then what we do is I have, I have Trello boards for, for um, it's called our weekly action board. And um, it runs, uh, Kanban is a word that a lot of moms are not going to know unless they work in the sort of tech industry. But it's a system that allows you to move things around into like what needs to be done today, what needs to be done tomorrow, what needs to be done next week. And anybody can get in there and move it around. I have checklists for morning routines, nighttime routines. Um, and when your kids get old enough to read, Trello works for them. Before they're old enough to read, they love to just have like a visual chart that's like Velcro, move the getting dressed to the done section. Mm. Um, because there's something, it's like getting a sticker for a kid. Like, have you ever seen, yeah. seen them? Like, <laughs> you know what it's like when they get stickers. It's like, ah, my God, I've just won the lottery. Uh, and you're like, it's just a sticker. Right. Simple <laughs> but effective, right? <laughs> But they love to check those things off every day and like to get like the little reward at the end. So like sometimes like my son's been having difficulty with going to school. Like he gets nervous about going there for whatever reason. He loves it once he is there. He doesn't want to leave when it's time to go pick him up. So it's not like I feel like he's having a bad time when he's there. He's just this transition from home to school has been difficult. So like today we promised him like uh, 10 minutes of playing Pokemon this evening when he comes home, if he just put on his brave face and went into his classroom. Cool. And it worked. <laughs> I love that. So I'm hearing a few things. First of all, do you have any sample Trello boards? Trello is not a tool that I've, I'm familiar with it, but I have not taken it on for myself. Do you have somewhere that we could link to where people could see samples of your boards and see like more of what you're talking about there? Uh, I do uh, have I, some screenshots of my boards uh, okay. because I offer a masterclass cool. uh, that actually shows them how to use the board because I found that if I just give people the board, uh, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> awesome. We'll, we'll link to that masterclass so that folks who want to learn more about this system can find out. And I think there's a lot there that all of us can take on in whatever system we use, whether it be paper or you know, Google calendars or those kinds of things, which is getting things out of your brain and into a place where it's not just you managing everyone doing anything is because you're the only person who knows what needs to happen, right? Yeah. One of the things that like uh, several of my clients have said is the number one thing I tell them to do is to uh, share their Google calendar. There's an iCal link and you can just share it. Uh, you, if my husband uses Outlook, I use Google. He shared his iCal link with me. Okay. And I shared my account link with him. And now our calendars populate in each other's. So now we no longer have to ask the question that was really driving us all nuts all day. Um, what are you doing at noon? What are you doing at 2 p.m.? Like, I'm trying to schedule a call. He, he works from home. I work from home. And yeah. we were doing this thing where it was, like, constantly having to say, like, what are you doing at this time? Well, just look at the calendar. And we have a whole like system downstairs. We have an old monitor with a Raspberry Pi attached to it. So a calendar shows up so everybody can see it every morning on the big screen. Cool. I mean, it's awesome. Um, so if you really want to get like deep down into the techie stuff, 
Um, I'm, I can talk to anybody for hours about that. Um, just come hit me up in email. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that because, you know, there are so many levels to this, but I deal with this a lot in the food space is like, there's also a lot of ways to overcomplicate it and think like, we need to have all these things to be able to do it. Well, no, there are some basic principles with food and with your family and all of these things that are like, other people need to know what's happening. You need to know who owns what. You need to like not be the default owner of every single thing in your house and have a conversation. And so I love this idea of a family meeting too, which is like a structured way to have that conversation and to adjust, right? The things that aren't yeah. working so that you can make things work for everyone. Your four-year-old included. I love that story. And just to give everyone space mm. to like really talk and be honest because you'll find that as your kids get older, like you're getting locked out of information that you would like to receive. Yeah. Uh, but you are not getting it because they don't feel like there's this safe place for them to come say it. So as they get older, they might say, well, it didn't really work for me that like mom didn't let me do this thing this week. And I really want to do it because all my friends are doing it. But then you get to have an open conversation about it without anybody judging um, each other and, and just like accepting it for what it is. Like not, I hate my mom or like right. yours and like, you're no fun. My, my and it doesn't have to be all the buildup, right? Like, how am I going to bring up that I'm so mad about this? It's just like, there's space and expectation for that. Yeah, so, every Sunday. So I would love to know, when you work with folks on stuff like this and maybe in your own family, how have you seen getting more systematized help people to focus their energy on other more important things? Like what are some of the things that that looks like? So knowing what needs to be done makes it move faster. Mm. So therefore like the morning routine doesn't take like forever and everybody gets out the door on time at the same time without a to-do. So now I can actually go out and do things like go on an adventure, um, take a little bit extra time going to school because we can stop and see something that like looks cool on the side of the road. Yeah. Because now we have built in space to just be able to, um, to deal with our values as we see them come up. Because like adventure is a big one for us. It's like, you know, exploring the world and like learning in that way. Um, so like, that's three in one and we can just stop and we can just check it out and then we can like move on and still get to school like on time because we built in what that schedule is supposed to look like and everybody knows what it is. Yes. Um, that's like my kids laundry. It gets done on Wednesdays. They know that if they want clothes that are not clean right now, that they will be available on Wednesday and not before. I'm smiling so big because I think this has so many links to what I talk about with food, which is like, I, I am guilty of this too, where I resist systems because it feels like suffocating or like more work to set up. But what I find over and over again, especially with like meal planning and basic, I do very basic meal prep, but by having those things in place, it gives me space to have fun with my kids without feeling like I have something else I need to do, which by the way is what I actually really want to do. It gives me space to take guitar lessons because I want to just learn something new. But it's only through clearing up some space by like putting things into place that you get that openness to pursue other things, right? 
Exactly. And when you can define those values, it's a lot easier to create that to create that space and even come up with like inopportune, not inopportune, uh, impromptu. That's the word yes. I'm looking for. Yes. <laughs> Uh, chances to do things. So I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yes, by be, being more organized, you get to be more impromptu, which is like the opposite of what so many of us think when we think of systems, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that like we have to live by the system and we have to do it, but it has to be a moving thing. Like it has to be flexible. And that's, um, that's why I teach from the system that I teach from is so that when you have those meetings, if it's really not working that you have to do X, Y, or Z before you leave the house in the morning, you can adjust and choose not to do one of those things and replace it with something else. I mean, like everybody has to get dressed, everybody has to brush their teeth, but like <laughs> what you eat for breakfast can change. Like maybe you eat something that you can like eat in the car. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so complicated, right? And I love this idea that laying it out actually helps you to take an honest look at that instead of just saying like, mornings are crazy and I have no idea why. You get to like pinpoint the things that are working and aren't working. So if folks are listening, I know someone out there is listening and saying like, yes, I am a mom who carries the mental load. Our mornings are crazy. I need more white space so that I can do the things that I really value instead of just like white knuckling it all the time. What is like the number one place to start? Like where does someone get started with this? So the number one place to start, as I always say, is to just like talk with your, mm. your partner, talk with your children, like, and figure out like um, a time when you can come together and determine um, like I, I usually recommend determining your values separately and then bringing them together. Sure. So that then you can see what matches and, and what can just be mixed together. Once you determine those, it's a lot easier to get into these family meetings and stuff like that. And I recommend like posting your family values somewhere where everybody can see them. Cool. Because then when somebody has a question about something, you can just say, well, does that meet one of these values? Uh, and then they can start to make decisions on their own. Yeah. I think that's also like such a cool way of empowerment. I've often thought about the systems that you teach as really like logistical, but this is a great example of a system that's also like a guidance system that helps you to evaluate the decisions that you're making, which like we make endless decisions as parents, right? So to like have that guidance of like, is this in alignment could be a really good way to also say no to things that aren't serving you. Exactly. And people have a hard time saying no, and I totally get it. But, uh, but yeah, once you have your values lined up, it's a lot easier even to budget. Sure. Sure. Are we going to put money towards travel? Well, if adventure is a value, then it becomes a really clear decision, right? And then we can like shift and move things that maybe aren't as important to us. I love that so much. So I, I really appreciate you sharing all of this. And I think it's a perfect primer on like, how to get started. And if, if nothing else, I hope people will walk away hearing that if you feel like you're carrying the mental load, if you feel like you can't fit one more thing so that you can live your healthiest or funnest, if that's a word, or most adventurous, peaceful life, then like there are some pretty clear steps today that Yvonne has shared that you can use to get started. But Yvonne, if someone's listening and they're like, I need help with this, like I love all of it, but I can't do it on my own. Where can folks find you and in what ways can they get more help from you? Uh, so they can find YvonneMarcus.com. 
uh, and they can download the values freebie so that they can just like get started. They can even, they can pass it out to everybody in their house. Like cool. <laughs> just, just circle, circle, circle. Uh, and then of course, like I offer the masterclass and then eventually uh, I, I actually offer, like I will come in and I will set up that Trello board for you. Cool. Um, with you. And then I, I offer boxer support and stuff like that. But you can find me at yvonnemarcus.com uh, to get all of that information. And, um, and it, I also give Alexa help if you are really confused about how to use that. That's awesome. So I'm going to link to all of that in the show notes at averyfullplate.com slash 47. I'm super interested in this Alexa. I hope we didn't talk about it today, but my husband works at Amazon, has worked on Alexa. So I'm going to chat with you offline around all your Alexa tips because for us, it has been a huge help oh, in organizing our family. So I think folks will want to come find you and learn more about what you can offer in that way as well. Thank you, Yvonne, for being here. And thanks to folks for listening. I hope that this was helpful in getting you to think about how you can better organize your family, improve your relationships, and also give yourself more time to focus on your health by getting some other things out of the way. I look forward to talking to everyone next week. And Yvonne, I hope we'll get a chance to chat again soon. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thank you for listening.